0: So several years ago, a young man from our congregation came up and asked me if I would help him get a ministry started. He wanted to start a men's ministry that uh, was unlike anything that I had ever experienced, but he had experienced it back where uh, he had come from, from another state before he moved uh, to Florida. And uh, so he was telling me about it and it sounded really exciting. He's talking about how these men would come together and they would encourage one another and they would hold each other accountable and they would build each other up. And, um, it was unlike any other description of any men's ministry that I had been a part of. And so I was happy to, uh, join in with him. And, uh, he, as he was so excited to get this ministry going and, uh, he asked me if I would help him started in and, and so uh, we started out and we had uh, a meeting together he uh, it was him and I and one other person our first meeting and uh, seemed to go well and then the next meeting it was uh, just uh, him and I and then the next week uh, uh, he said that uh, he had something going on he couldn't make it and it wasn't it wasn't too long until that 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 ministry plan that that idea that he had that he was so excited for it wasn't so long that he was totally disillusioned about it and um, it wasn't just the, the ministry um, in fact he he lost his his desire to follow God completely <laughs> and lost his faith and walked away from the church and then, walked away from his family and was completely lost. And it was kind of a shocking realization to see somebody who was so on fire for God, so on fire to start a ministry, so on fire to get something going that they're out talking about it and telling people about it and inviting people to it, to see them totally lose their faith in just a short time. And, uh, You know, at at that time I had no idea that that would be the exact kind of ministry that God would call me into to have that same type of group where um, I'm asking men to come and join me and to to uh, experience life together and to hold each other accountable and to lift each other up and live life together and just be an encouragement for each other. So much so that we just can't wait to get together just like he had experienced before. I did not know that that was what God was calling me to. And as I have done this over the years and as I have seen uh, God bless this ministry I've also noticed that one of the most difficult things to, to watch is just how many men come in, they're fired up for a little while, and then walk away. How many people are excited about ministry for a short time, and then they just lose their enthusiasm. They're fired up for God one minute, and then they, they have no fire for God. They have no faith in just a short time one of the hardest things in ministry is to watch people walk away because you know you know it's not going to end well for them when they do and so the question is why is it why is it that so many people walk away why is it that so many people have a struggle to keep the fire uh, for God going in their life and uh, this series is that we're doing uh, is uh, called Ignite. It's about igniting a passion for God like you've never had in your life before. How to to fan it into flame and then how to sustain that fire for the rest of your life. And really, it, it's that, that last part that, that how do you sustain it for the rest of your life that is key. And I think that there is a passage Uh, in the New Testament that gives us a great indication as to what it takes to have the fire uh, that lasts forever. And so that's what we're gonna talk about on this episode of Iron Supplements. What is it that keeps us from experiencing that lifelong fire for God? And then uh, the flip side of that is, what are we gonna do about it? How do you sustain a passion for God for your entire life, on this episode of Iron Supplements. So, my reading today is from Matthew chapter 13, starting in verse 1. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And then we're going to move on down to verse 18, where Jesus describes the meaning of this parable. He says, listen to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they have no root, they only last for a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorn refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. (laughs) So there is this encouragement from the Apostle Paul that says, Never be lacking in zeal, but always keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. And I think that that is a noble goal. How is it possible that we could never be lacking in zeal? How is it that we can keep our spiritual fervor, our spiritual fire going? That's what this series is been about how do we ignite our passion for God how do we uh, fan that into flame and then how do we keep that going and there is a big distinction that I need to make that I haven't made yet in this series uh, but is important to make right now and it's important to think about of what I'm not asking you to do is I am not asking you to be on fire for God you are not the fire you know, in any flame, in any fire, there are only three things that are required. One is a heat source or a spark. One is a fuel source. And then the third is oxygen. And you know what? Whenever you start a fire, once you get that fire going, uh, all you need to keep a fire going is a constant source of fuel and a constant source of oxygen. And so if you can think of it this way, if you're, not, if you're not the fire and you're not the fuel and you're not the oxygen, then what is? What is this fire that we're talking about? Well, from what we learned from Paul talking to Timothy, he said, fan into flame the gift of God that is within you. In other words, Timothy already had the fire in him, and that was the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God within us that we are trying to fan into flame. And the flame is an eternal flame. The Spirit is an eternal fire that is within us. And so the spark is always, always, always. Always within us, no matter how dormant it may seem, there is always this eternal fire that is just waiting to have it fed, have, have its source of oxygen, have its source of fuel so that it can rage once more. And so it is possible because it is not up to us, it's not us that is the fire, that it is possible that this fire, this flame never goes out. And I want to tell you that is so encouraging to me. No matter how down you are, no matter how far away from God you feel, no matter how much you feel like it's impossible or how cold you think your relationship with is, the flame is eternal. Because it's not your flame. You are not the flame. And you are not the fuel. You're not the oxygen. You are just the tender or the keeper of the flame. And because it is an eternal flame, all it requires to get it going is the proper fuel and an oxygen source. And so what are those things? What are those things that we can place into our life to keep that eternal flame going. Isn't it great to know that it's not up to you to build the fire? That all you need to do in order to have this flame that lasts forever in your life is just to feed the spirit what the spirit requires. And so, when we come back, I'm going to share with you some suggestions on what the spirit requires to keep that spiritual fervor going in your life, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how hard it gets, you will never be lacking in zeal that you will always have a source of flame in your life. It is possible. And I'm going to share with you exactly how to do it when we come back. So I'm trying to pair these two ideas together, this idea of never be lacking in zeal and what does it take to keep your spiritual fire going, and what we read in Matthew chapter 13 about the parable of the soils, because I think that they're the same thing, just using two different metaphors. I think that Jesus shares with his people the one condition of the heart in which you are able to produce fruit in your life. And I think it's the same as the the condition of your heart that is required in order for the Spirit to continually burn in your life. And Jesus says that there are are some real barriers uh, to that happening. And the first is that, the first barrier may be that your heart is just so compacted that the Word is not even able to penetrate. That the, the messages of the world have so conformed your heart that the Word of God is not even able to be understood because you are trying to accept the Word of God from a very worldly point of view rather than a spiritual point of view. And we've already talked about how the, the Spirit is the one who reveals the Word of God, that, that our understanding is spiritually discerned. That's why it's so important to worship in spirit and in truth. And so I think that the first thing that we need to recognize is that if we want to have that spiritual fire, if we want to produce fruit in our life, we have to break up the worldliness of our life, the, the messages that this world gives us. And it may be that you think, well, I've done that because you know, I, I accept the Word of God and Certainly, uh, there is at least a, a partial truth to that. Otherwise, I don't think that you'd be listening to this episode if you had totally rejected the Word of God. You wouldn't be listening to me. But I think that there are also some blind spots in our in our hearts. And I think that it is possible that all of these conditions um, that Jesus mentions in this parable can coexist. I, I think that there might be some areas of our heart where we are resistant to the word of god because we are holding on to the messages of this world and some of those messages make us very make our heart very hard and i think this happens to christians a lot that they are resentful or they're still holding on to anger or bitterness or or uh, the sin of their life and they're holding on to very worldly messages about the sin, their particular sin that they like to indulge in and thinking it's okay. And they're not giving uh, that over to the Spirit of God to really work. And so I think that the first thing that we need to do is whatever it is that dampens our enthusiasm, whatever it is that douses the flame, whatever it is that hardens our heart, whatever those messages that are in our life or those people are influencing our life, we must remove the hardness, right? We have to take the, the those messages out of our life. We need, that's why the first part of igniting your passion for God is really connecting, getting out of the flesh and into the spirit. And so that's the first thing. The second soil is uh, the rocky ground where uh, there's just no depth. And I, I think that this is a, uh, this is the struggle for a lot of Christians that they, they come in and the word of God is very attractive at first and they get enthused and they take it on. And, and at first they, they see some real growth in their life and there's a, a, a change. And then, and then life comes and hits them and it's, it hits them hard. And the struggles discourage them because they don't have this depth of faith And so how do you start developing this depth of faith? Well, this is where that connection with the Spirit comes in because once you understand the the connection and you have this connection with the Spirit and the Spirit is able to help you discern the Word of God, well, then your prayers, then your Bible study, then your fasting, then your spiritual disciplines become more meaningful. And without those spiritual disciplines... I don't believe you ever get a depth of faith. And uh, so I I absolutely know it is necessary that if you want the fire of God to burn in your life for the rest of your life, you need to develop a habit of the of the spiritual disciplines in your life, not for discipline's sake, but for depth's sake, for understanding's sake, for knowledge's sake, for connections' sake that these routines that we go through are for our health not just for our discipline. And uh so the, that's the first two and then the the third is the the soil that contains the weeds. And Jesus describes this as the cares of life and the love of money. And wow. This is this is really this is really the, the one where the rubber meets the road for, for most Christians. Worldliness, the cares of this world and the desires for this world often choke out the word of God. Even those who are regular attenders of church, even those who get involved in life groups, even though those who really uh, desire to have a relationship with God, if they never really take away all of the cares of this world and have God be the only priority, then, well, I see it all the time. People stop attending um, their life groups because of of work or some other activity that comes up or something that they want to do that is more fun. or you know, um, They don't really get involved in, in ministry because their life is consumed by all of the things that they want to accomplish. Their jobs, their, their relationships with their family become more important. And it's not that those things aren't important. But if they are the priority, if the priority of your life is to work so that you can have money and to provide for your family, then even that is a priority that can get out of whack when it comes to your relationship with God. And that's something that Satan uses against us all the time. Things that are seemingly good, but when they become our idols, then our priorities are out of whack and God has no place as the king of our heart and the cares of this world can choke out the 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 word of God the seed the plant that is growing or it can douse the flame and keep you from being on fire for God so we see that there's really only one condition when we when we truly have all of those things removed from our life. And I I think that that I just want to give you just a few suggestions on how to continue that. One is we need to recognize that this flame that we have burning within us, that is the, the flame that is burning within us is only part of a much larger flame. You know, one of the easiest ways to to uh, cool off a a coal from the fires of your uh, uh, barbecue is to isolate it. You pull one coal away and it's going to lose its heat faster than if it were up against the rest of the coals. And I think a lot of times we isolate ourselves and we don't connect with the body. We do not connect with our brothers and sisters that uh, are also on fire. Or maybe we try to cuddle up against somebody who's not on fire either. (laughs) Maybe we keep the wrong kind of company. So important to partner with other people who are equally on fire or even more on fire for God than you are. That have that spiritual flame going in their life already. I think it's important that we have friends in our life who build us up and encourage us and challenge us and, and who are walking the walk as much as they are talking the talk. And unfortunately in the church, I think that is, is something that is so lacking that we, we have so few mentors, so much need for mentoring, and so few mentors, so few people who are actually living out a life Controlled by the fire of the Spirit. But you need to find somebody in your life who who meets that. You need to find a mentor. And then I think the flip side of that is you need to find somebody that you can pass the fire along to. You need somebody who you can mentor. There's nothing that will fire you up. There's no more oxygen to put on the flame. There's no better oxygen to fan the flame than to share the Word of God with somebody else. And that's why ministry and uh, mission are so important in the life of a Christian. If you are not involved in a ministry, and I'm not just talking about getting involved in service projects. Service projects come and they go. But when you are involved in something that is your purpose for serving, a ministry for serving, then God really equips you for that. That is the oxygen for the fire. So, if we look at the fire, we see that the, the fuel are those daily disciplines that feed our spirit, the connection with God through prayer, through Bible study, through fasting, through worship, through music. Those things fan the flames of our heart. Uh, and then the oxygen, what really the, 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 the breath that, that we blow into it is really our service and our ministry and our mission. Uh, Whenever we share the Word of God or share our efforts to help other people, that really just blows the, the flames into this huge, passionate fire for God. And in order to keep it going, we just need to continually feed that day after day after day and you will never be lacking in zeal. You know, when I think about all my brothers and sisters who I have seen walk away over the years, all the men in in my Ironman ministry who have come and gone and who've lost their spiritual fire I know that this is really difficult like it is very difficult to get to a point where you are never lacking in zeal it's very difficult to get up to a point to where you are actually producing fruit that will last in your life it's a shame that there are so few good mentors for us in the church. And so what I'm asking is really a difficult thing. Um, It's not complicated in any way. It's actually very simple. It's just a matter of allowing the Spirit of God to work in your life and feeding the Spirit, uh, the fuel that is required for God to work in your life rather than to rely upon your own strength. But let's face it, the cares of this world are are very strong. And as a matter of fact, the the challenges that we face are, are bigger than we are. We were never intended to walk this walk alone. This fire that we have within us is part of a larger fire. And that's why it is so, so important to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And that's why being a part of a church is is, is so important. Like it, There's no other way to do it. And I would even, even go further that if you really want to be on fire for God, you need to be a part of a small group, someone who you can share in that type of enthusiasm that my friend was talking about, where you're accountable to each other, where you encourage each other, where you lift each other up, where you're sharing your lives together. And it's very important to have somebody in your life who is truly on fire for God and who is a great mentor to you. And then it's also just essential that if you want to get that fire going, that you have somebody that you're sharing the Word of God with. And ultimately, if you want to, to have that go on in your life, then it has to be a daily thing that you're feeding. You have to feed the things that the Spirit desires. It really just is as simple as that. And brothers, I know that that, uh, this life presents so many challenges. And I want you to know that I am here for you if there's anything that you need. I pray that my influence is one that fires you up for God rather than uh, is a wet blanket. And so if there's anything that I can do, just please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I pray that this podcast is a blessing to you. And I just ask that you would uh, share this and let it be a blessing to other people as well. Thank you, brothers. And we'll see you next week for our conclusion of the series on Ignite.